Greetings, everyone. Greetings, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Brown Girls Are Beautiful. I'm your hostess and your melanated queen, Little Foxy, aka Seven Wonder. You all, I wanted to come on here because I did see the response by Hassan Campbell over this holiday weekend. And I know a lot of people were out and about. A lot of people were at friends and families and doing things of such. Um, I took some time to rest this weekend. I have this hood on because I got the frizzies. I washed my hair and um, I did not flat iron it yet, but I will do so. But nonetheless, y'all, we have to give thanks regardless of if Thanksgiving is here or not. We all need to just be grateful about every little minute detail of our lives because so many people are going through it right now during this time of year. This has been a rough year for a lot of people, okay, including myself. Um, but that's not going to stop me from continuing to moving forward. And we're not giving up over here because it's hashtag no days off. Celebrate yourself in the words of Brown Girls Are Beautiful, okay? Without any further ado, I want to get into this whole Hassan Campbell situation because he did have some words of endearment for his audience, okay? So let's get to it, you all. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Y'all, who would have known? Okay. And so here we have it. He says, the aftermath, retaliation is a must. P. Diddy Cassie, the music industry. So you want to say that maybe the music industry and Puff Daddy and Cassie struck a nerve, okay? Like I said, with this whole settlement situation, I guess because of that, this is what sparked the situation that occurred with Hassan Campbell, as you see pictured here. Um, let me move my, I wish I to see. This is cute. It says dream big, you all. That's what it says, dream big. But, um, so with that being said, now I do believe that he may have gotten shot. And the reason that I am saying that is because you can actually mirror your image, right? If you ever um, pay attention to your settings on your phone or even just when you're live streaming, there is an option that says, would you like to mirror your image? And I'm going to demonstrate that for you. So let me go to my settings and now it says mirror my camera. You see that? You see how it makes the words go this way? But if I mirror it again, now everybody, this is my right-hand side. It's my right-hand side again. I don't know if that made a difference to you, but it made a difference to me. So I'm gonna do this one more time. I'm mirroring, I mirrored my image. Okay, and that's basically putting everything in reverse. So this is my right-hand side. I'm mirroring my image again. This is my right-hand side, all right? Do it one more time, okay? Now, so I do see how people could have gotten that misconstrued, including myself, so I did wanna point that out. So with that being said, 
it looks like this he could have some validity here about what he's saying about being shot. Also, 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 there is a citizens app, and I'm going to share this with you. Let me see if y'all can see this. The citizens app that everyone has been talking about. Let me make this bigger, even bigger. Okay, this is the citizens app, even bigger. I wanted to take up the whole screen so you all can see it. So with the citizens app, okay, it says November 19th, 12, 17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So let's go back. Let's go back to the time frame, because like I said, when Hassan Campbell went live that day, I remember because I tuned in and it was around 11 a.m., and he was on there for about 25 minutes. And I think I caught it before the live stream ended. And around 11.33 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, because he's in New York, so that's Eastern Standard Time, a 911 caller has reported an unconfirmed incident at 1435 Herod Ave. And if you recall, that is exactly what he said in that video. He gave out his exact location. And then it says at 11.33, 45. So one second later, police are responding to a 911 report of shots fired. Then it says a few seconds later at 11, well, two minutes later, radio clips are available. All right. And then we go into four minutes later, an additional 911 caller is advising hearing shots fired at East 174th Street. Okay. East 174th Street. I'm not familiar with where that is. I can pull it up on Google Maps to see where that would be located. So I think I'm going to do that in just a second. And then 1137, 16 seconds, radio clips are available. 1137, 37, radio clips are available. And then at 1217, 36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Police have confirmed shots were fired in the area. There is an ongoing investigation to collect evidence, y'all. So that is what happened there. All right. So um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's get back to Hassan for a second. All right. Now you see he looks extremely passionate um, about what he's saying here. And I'm going to go ahead and share my screen and let him say what he has to say because he definitely felt that he wanted to address the public. Um, and I pretty much figured this was going to happen considering the fact of what took place with him in these shootings, y'all. So let's get to it. Alcohol took me to a deep, dark place of depression. Some people sit up there and say, Yo, well, why you ain't? I, I just watched the clown nigga that I don't even watch. I just searched my name, seen the nigga was live. Why you didn't go do that in the suburbs? The suburbs didn't hurt me. The, suburb, the suburbs where I live at, we raising children. We don't piss in the elevators. We don't shit in the elevators. We don't sell crack to our next door neighbors. And we don't take turkeys. From niggas in the hood that's selling drugs and think that they're gonna make shit better by selling by giving us free turkeys while they sell cracks to our mothers and fathers. That shit don't go on where I live at. The people here, good working people who raise their children. 
who look out for each other. My beef ain't with them. Don't ask me why I went back to Bronx. You want to ask me why I went back to Bronx River? You know the place where all the kids went into the recreation center? Yes. I would question why did he go back to the Bronx River because – from my understanding, once you make it out, you should stay out. There's nothing out there for you but trouble, right? Especially when you have a family, especially when you have children. And so you are, I'm pulling up that address where it said East 174th Street, um, just to see where that takes us to. And actually that's six minutes away from his actual location at 1455 Herald Avenue um, at that apartment complex. So I don't know how that situation went down exactly, but that says that that was six minutes away from where the apartment complex was. So I'm trying to get a little bit more insight and clarity into this situation as well. Um, Cause you know, it's very strange how the live stream did pause. Um, so I'm just taking a look at that right now. So I'm doing this research while he's talking, but let's let's let Hassan continue to go on and say what he has to say. To do the homework for after school. And then the people that worked in the recreation center, the only one still left now is Norma. What up, Norma? Norma's the only one still left. The people who worked in the center allowed Africa Bear Bada to come in the center and bring little kids upstairs to his apartment, whether it was 1609 or 9-5, whichever one of those apartments, he was bringing little kids upstairs like lollipops. The community allowed him to do that. The community whispered about how nasty he was and turned a blind eye for multiple children throughout that community and other communities to be touched. So if you want to ask me a question and you want to know why I went back to Bronx River to plead and to cry, because that's the place that hurt me the most. All right. So he rationalizes re returning back to Bronx River because that's the place that hurt him the most. Right. But this isn't the only time that we have seen Hassan Campbell do this. There's been other occasions, you all, and I'm going to pull these clips. There's been multiple occasions that he has been in Bronx River, and I'm going to pull this up for you in just a second. Um, because Bronx River seems like it's a trigger for him. He talks about it all the time on YouTube, and um, I, don't, I don't really know the significance of continuing with these antagonistic antics other than it's going to cause destruction, right? So let me pause this clip right here, if I can. See if it'll let, okay, there we go. And I'm gonna share this with you because I want you to see what exactly he's been doing, all right? So some people may not be aware that there are other clips out here. Some people are aware of these other clips, but nonetheless, we're going to play them so that you can see them as well as I continue to discuss how this all led up to the tragedy that we saw right that last, that Sunday before, when he got shot, y'all. Um, let me see, what screen are we on? Okay, so just a second, because I'm gonna have to stop sharing this and I'm gonna have to share a different screen, you all. So please bear with me. 
Okay. So present, share screen, share. And now we want to go, let's see, where do we want to go? We want to go here, Hassan. Okay, that's where we want to go. So that should be okay, right there. All right, let's see this come up. All right, it says, I am sharing this window. All right, so let's hear exactly what he has to say for himself on this clip right here that I'm sharing with you all. So I'm gonna take it off mute and I'm gonna play it and make the screen bigger. Let's see, he was drunk on this live as well. Okay, I just want you to know that. Now look, this looks like the same building. It looks like the same building he's in front of, but he is, is dark. Right there, you see that opening, you see these windows, you see the brick building. This looks like the same exact building, but it's just dark outside. All right, let's get to the part where he's actually talking. Here we go. You ain't got to say nothing. You just, you just let people look in the eyes and see your pain. pain see pain? Pain. Pain of the lies. Pain. This is my type of dog. Pain of the lies. I will never run. This is my home. All right. So he's repeating those same words, same type of antics that we heard in the prior video when he was like, this is my building. And he said he was on a dummy mission to die. He wanted to go be with his mother. He keeps repeating these words. When you keep putting that energy out, sometimes the universe answers. Hey. Oh. All right, those that's the same black fence that we saw from earlier in the in the last video when he had on the bright peach orange neon hoodie. He's wearing orange again on this video. But this is not his home, remember, because he had moved away 
but he keeps traveling back there. This is no longer his home, but in his head, he's repeating to everybody out there going live saying that this is his home. It's no longer his home. That's the same playground that we saw earlier when the birds were out there and he was going off on a tangent and the birds flew up and were flocking away from the scene. Same exact location right there. And I do have to say this, y'all. There are a lot, a plethora of melanated males that have the same PTSD that have grown up in the quote unquote hood, ghetto projects, whatever you want to call it, and cannot let it go. They have the street antic mentality, even though, you know, they have children or they're trying to have a life later on, they can't let it go. And so they bring a lot of that mentality with them throughout the, their former years. And you know what that does? It ruins relationships. They cannot, they don't know how to have healthy um, bonding relationships with individuals because they are too stuck in the past of this mentality of a street hood mentality, a thuggish, ruggish mentality, if you will. And there's nothing wrong because there's no judgment. People can't help where they come from, but you can help your mentality. You can help changing the way you think. And it takes practice, but continuing to taint yourself with the nonsense is not going to help. This is why a lot of relationships suffer in the melanated community, because you can take the person out the ghetto, out the hood, out the projects, but you can't take the hood and the ghetto and the projects out of the person if they don't want to let it go. All right. So this is what you see right here. And I'm telling you, there are a multitude of melanated men with this exact behavior right now walking around while everybody's talking about it on the internet. Yes, it is. I'm a real lobby boy. In the belly of the beast. I ain't running from nobody. Same thing he said in the last video. I ain't running. I running. Well, we got Poppy outside. That's what he said. I running. We got Poppy outside. Come outside. Where the shooters is at? Come outside. That's what he said. He said he got a whole army that's about to flood the building. He was telling people, you know what I'm saying? That he was going to throw people down the steps. That's what he said, y'all. Die anywhere. Wrong be He's on a suicide mission. Does this look like a man that's happy to you? Look at his eyes. Look look at him. Look at the, the expression on his face. He has a lot of turmoil inside of him. And like I said, this is why a lot of relationships do not work in the melanated community because you have a lot of these grown men in adult bodies and they are still looking back at their childhood from the trauma, from the past. They don't seek help and they don't seek counseling and they take it out on the females that they're with or whom, whomever is close to them in life. And sometimes even the children get abused because of this. My home forever. Forever my home. Forever. He's going to say forever, ever, forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever. 
told you. Forever, ever, forever, my home. The shit is going to always be my home, forever. Yeah, he can't let it go. Forever, forever, ever, forever. It's like when someone goes to a war zone, if you've ever been in the military and you went to like Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait, the, the Gulf Stream, the Gulf War, um, Bosnia, Somalia, Rwanda. If you've ever been somewhere like that, most people don't want to go back to a place where they were traumatized over and over and over and over again. So what this sounds like is Stockholm uh, Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome is when people cannot let go of whomever abused them. They keep going back to this place to this scene to this person you know what i'm saying he he talks about african bambada a whole lot but yet and still i don't think he's taking him to court um i know that was a thing that went on a few years ago where he said that he wanted to go to court but then there was a reason why he didn't fully go through with it and then there was a um situation where he said he didn't want his money even though cassie got paid millions by puff daddy and that's what triggered his whole situation the other sunday while he got shot the the sunday before thanksgiving forever my home forever I got a lot of tears to give. See these eyes? This is pain. Bronx Rebate never gave me nothing but pain. You're more than welcome to come get this pain. Who you are? Nothing but pain. See these eyes? See them? See those tears? It's nothing but pain. You can have whatever you like. Pain. 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 I promised myself I would go with my mother. I hate you niggas. Pain. Pain. Give me death, nigga. Any of you niggas. Give me death. I ain't never wanted to live. Never. Never. I will never run for none of you niggas. You better be real careful. When a person starts talking like this and they act like they have nothing to live for, because that pretty much tells you they have nothing to lose. Most people that have nothing to lose will risk it all and they do not care. So despite the fact that this man has a multitude of children, a whole family that he said that he takes care of, he said he ain't never want to live and he wants to go be with his mother. And basically he's on a suicide mission in Bronx River. Same thing he said last time. I dare you. I dare you. That's what he said. I dare you. I ain't never want to live. Ever. 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 I shoot you down in your face. You see, he's out there, and I'm going to stop sharing this, but he's out there threatening someone again you know, live on uh, his live stream. 
he's making threats, you know, to innocent bystanders and things like that, pacifiers, live on camera and with, you know, a deadly weapon. He's threatening to shoot someone. Um, another thing, on his last video, when he went to the Bronx River Projects that day when he got shot, he said that he could barely walk. He was so drunk, he could barely walk. But when we examined that video, he was walking just fine. As a matter of fact, he was uh, pacing, you know, from side to side. He was standing still. He didn't have any trouble balancing. He was not tilting over. He didn't seem like he was about to fall down. So maybe he was drunk because it looks like he's under the influence of something. Something is sparking this pain. And I don't know when he gets something gets triggered in his mind, if he's indulging in substances and then he decides to get out there to Bronx River. But this seems like to be a very dangerous mission, okay? Now on to exhibit number C. <laughs> we got A, B, C. All right. Let's go on to... Um, this situation right here, okay, because this was a little erratic as well. And like, he's not mentally stable in a lot of things that we see on the internet. And this, this is going to be a train wreck if he, if he continues down this path, you all. I mean, he's already gotten shot. Somebody, I mean, they basically, when you get shot, your life can come to an end. So this was, and I think a lot of you may or may not remember this clip, but I remember this, okay? And uh, I've been actually watching Hassan for a while now, and I'm going to share my screen for those of you who can see this. Um, let me go ahead and bring this up for you. All right. Um, here it is. Now, this was when he was telling the woman that she crashed his car. You was drunk. Nah, when you smashed my car, I want you to understand something. When you crashed my car, you don't have to apologize, like you said. But I'll let you not apologize. Don't never think that for a single second. You smashed my fucking car. And you crashed my car while you was drunk and you drove the fuck off. And you drove off. You can go whenever you're ready to, but I'm letting you know, and I want you to understand something, right? I want you to understand something, right? Understand, understand something. Now, the woman is saying, let me out, let me out. He's in her face, hovering over her. He's yelling at her. He's cussing at her. He's being aggressive with her. And he's kind of like stopping her from leaving because... He's in front of her and he's, you know, continuing with whatever he's saying to her about the car. So what does this look like? And he's doing it on camera for everyone to see. Another antic. Look at this. Go ahead. I'm letting you out. But you smashed my car. You smashed my car. You smashed my car. You gonna tell him that you was drunk? You gonna tell him? You gonna tell him that you was drunk when you smashed my shit? I don't know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It don't have to be a story. You're not supposed to arrive me like that. I know. You don't supposed to. And because you were sucking everybody's dick, I'm supposed to let you go, right? 
Because you were sucking everybody's dick. I'm supposed to let you go, right? She said, you're not supposed to grab me like that. If he's doing this to a random stranger, understand what could go on in a domestic situation with a female that he could be involved with. All right. And that is that. So let's let's move on. Let's move on because there's there's more, you all. There's more to this a whole debacle. Okay. There's you crashed my car. All right. We already got that. So let's delete it. There is, um, let me see, the Bronx River. I think we already got that one. All right. Here's one with his quote unquote moderator. And I think a lot of people might remember this situation as well. I remember seeing this a while ago, you all. Um, so like I said, it's been many inst instances of Hassan Campbell, okay? It says this video may be inappropriate. I wish to proceed. Let me go ahead and share my screen so y'all can see this one as well. So I'm just showing you the antics that have that led up to what happened the other Sunday, right before Thanksgiving regarding Hassan Campbell. Here he is with one of his moderators from his YouTube channel. He met up with one of his moderators, you all. And the guy's name is Derek C. Williams. This whole situation just went really, really badly for the moderator. So let's let's take a look at this. I don't. Yes, sir. You came yes, all the way to New York from Philadelphia. To meet me. I did. And why are you talking to me? I'm trying to get you home. And you will. And. I don't, I don't need to, but I'll get there anyway. Why the fuck is you talking to me like this? Now, please keep in mind, Hassan Campbell went live on his YouTube page for everyone to see this. And I want you to see how he treats this guy on camera. So if he will do this on camera to some somebody, what will he do off camera to someone? You came to the city. I did. I didn't trust you. I know that. And I showed you love. I know that. And why the fuck is you talking to me like this? Because I can. Because you could talk However. to me like this, right? However. Because you could talk to me this. Because I can. You think that you could talk to me like this? Because I can. I never trust. I don't trust nobody. And as you should. And now, I want you to see how careful, I mean, how comfortable this guy looks. He places his hand up on his shoulder because I can't. Doesn't that look like somebody that feels very comfortable with someone? This doesn't look like, okay, we just met and we just had dinner. This looks like they have had an exchange or some type of conversation where this man feels discomfortable to be in close proximity to him. That's what it looks like to me. But I don't know. Maybe you can be the judge here. And you in my fucking city. However. And you talking to me like this. Look. Now, why is he so mad? Is something got triggered inside of him with his Bluetooth on the side of his ear? Something inside of him has gotten triggered because he's very upset. He's extremely angered, y'all. Look at this. It's the only reason why I'm not fucking destroying you right now. Right. I brought you out. I don't know you. Yo. 
Whoa, 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 who
You in the middle of Parkchester, Bronx I River. I don't give a fuck. Why are you here? Why did you come here? Look, you got to talk. Why the fuck did you come here? Because, Why? Because I can. Now, now, where did we hear this rage? We heard this rage that Sunday before Thanksgiving when he got S-H-O-T. That's when we heard that rage coming out of him back then. So it's probably safe to say that there's somewhere in his mind that's triggering these antics when it comes to gay behavior, homophobia, and all of this type of stuff. Because he has a lot of rage in him, y'all. Look at this. I'm holding myself back. I'm holding myself back because I thought this nigga was my brother. I had some drinks with this nigga. What the fuck is... Yo, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, fuck. Why? What the fuck your daughter's watching, you bitch-ass nigga? Your fucking daughter's watching, you bitch-ass nigga. Yo! Now, what does this sound like when he says, your effing daughter's watching, you B.A. ninja? Your daughter's watching. It's almost like... Don't do that because your daughter's watching. You don't want her to find out. You know, it's just, it's weird. That's all I'm saying. What did I do? What did you do? What did I Why do? Why are you talking to me like that? What did I do that? Why did you treat me like that? What did I do that? You want to go home? I didn't do shit. You want to go home? What did I do? I'm going to take this nigga home on camera. Why? And I'm drunk. Look, I'm going to step aside because I don't know what he's talking about. Stop touching me. Uh, I'm feeling gay. Wow. You feeling fucking gay? Nighttime. What did I do? What did you do? We live hey, now. So what now, did I do? So now you acting right. What so now I you do? acting right. Now you acting right. Whoa. You feeling gay? What did I do? We going back to Philadelphia. What did I do? No, Look. you going back, and I'm trying to take you back, but you you flipping on me. You flipping on me. Why would I flip on South Campbell? Then why? Let's go home so I can take you home. Why your would bag, I? Your book bag is in my car. You gonna go home? Why would I flip on South Campbell? Why? Why am I live? Why would I flip on South Campbell? Why the fuck am I live? 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 Because they trying to set me up. Paranoia, you all. Who's trying to set him up? He can't even fucking walk. Is he an agent? Is he real? I don't want to send him home like that. He live in PA. You know what I don't understand? He should have. I was wondering why didn't he call him an Uber or something? But maybe if he came from Pennsylvania to New York, that might have been too far for an Uber ride to drive. But if he was concerned about his safety for the night, I don't know. The whole thing is a little weird and strange. So let's just keep going. The fuck is wrong with these niggas, man? I'm a warrior. I'm a wolf. What the fuck is wrong? Let's go get your book bag out my fucking car. Let's walk. I'm gonna walk you like a little bitch. Let's walk. Now, why would he get his book bag out of his car? But he said he was going to try to send him home. But the guy lives in Pennsylvania, from my understanding. So they're not going to walk to Pennsylvania, right? There's no way. There's no way that they're walking to Pennsylvania. 
And don't fucking touch my shoulder no more because I'm not your fucking girl. You fucking gay ass nigga. Walk your fucking... So you know how like a drunk mind speaks a sober tongue? They've both been drinking. This guy is acting extremely flamboyant around Hassan Campbell. Seems very comfortable around Hassan for some reason. You know, and just because he has children doesn't mean anything nowadays because there's been, we've seen it. They've gotten married, you know, didn't mean that they really wanted to marry the woman. They were just doing it just for the come up because males do that too. Um, they do it for fame. They do it for money, for status. Once they get the status, the tr true colors come come out and they can expose themselves to, the, you know, other industry dudes that they, that they really want to be with. That That's what goes on. You know, some of them will even have children with a female. That does not mean that they don't go the other way, y'all. Okay? Walk. Walk. Gotta be real careful the day and time. Yeah, it's a fucking setup, nigga. You ain't acting like my fucking brother. You act. You know, that's almost like when these men get caught by the streetwalkers. And they be like paranoid because they know what they came there for. But they're like, is this a setup? You trying to set me up? And she try to make them feel comfortable. No, I wouldn't set you up. Why would I do that? Yeah, similar. Acting like you're fucking gay. Wait, Get on, the on, fuck on, out of the street. On, Get out of the street. On, Get the fuck out of the street before I knock you. Get the fuck out of the street. I'm not doing this no more. I'm not doing this no more. Get your ass out of the fucking hey, street. Hey, 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 what's going on? This is crazy. Hey, what's going on? What the fuck it is this me. shit I'm doing? With? Hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And it's sad. Cause it I don't, me. I don't it know if this me. brother's really fucking drunk me. or he's playing a role. But I ain't a fucking I ain't faggot. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. You ain't doing nothing. I ain't doing nothing. Wait, hold on, hold on. Jim? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. Yo, Derek, why are you talking to me like that, man? Man, man stop, stop, I treated stop. you like a brother. Why are you talking to me like that, man? Look, I don't man. even know you. Stop, man. Stop. Yeah. And so th this whole thing goes on for another 25 minutes. We're not going to watch the entire 25 minutes. But I'm just going to skip through just so you can kind of see. You already see what's going on here. It's a bunch of nonsense. You right where? Right you right here. where? I'm right here. Why we arguing? We're not. We're Why not. the fuck is we arguing? We're not. You're my man. Nah, I'm the man's now, and you trust nobody. I can't trust nobody. But I met with this nigga. I don't even know this nigga. I, I show. That. I don't even know this nigga. I, I don't even know this nigga. I don't even know this nigga. I'm tired, yo. I'm fucking tired, yo. And you lucky. He can't even make it home. He got a daughter to make it home to. What am I supposed to do with this bitch ass nigga? I don't even know. What am I supposed to do with this bitch ass nigga? He in the bushes. Look at him. What the fuck am I supposed to do with you? 
I'm supporting you, nigga. You flipped on me. You was talking to me sideways. All right. Okay. And I'm going to stop this video because he uses a whole lot of profanity. All right. Which I don't really have that too much of that going on on my channel, y'all. So please excuse me if you have children in the room. I should have told you prior to this to excuse your children out of the room. Um, but, you know, if we're talking about Hassan Camel, you get the gist of what's going on here. All right. So we got that. And then let's go on to exhibit D, you all. Okay. Let's go ahead and erase that. Let's erase that. It's just, you know, like I said, it's a ticking time bomb with him. Okay. A lot of in insta unstable behavior that has taken place, you know, and really the mental health is the main target here that should be addressed. Now here you're going to see him pictured with his wife. A lot of people say that she's very, very beautiful woman. I don't know what, you know, she's experienced with them, but he did bring her on to his, uh, live stream. And so I'm going to show you that as well. All right. Sit up there and sprinkle. How, how Billy Ray song goes, sprinkle me. Yeah, that's what that bitch. Yeah, the nigga gonna sprinkle nut all on her face and she gonna grab it. Would she cheat on you? What? Would she cheat on you? All the anal sex that she didn't give you, she gave him. What? He gonna plug her all in the butt. He gonna pull it out. She gonna suck the doodle off his meat stick. Oh my God. My apologies, you all. My apologies. His mouth is reckless as I don't know what. She gonna the She gonna like when she You see, she's very uncomfortable with the type of talk, and she's sitting right there in front of him. And from my understanding, she does have a professional job, so I don't think that she really wants to be associated with that type of behavior on camera. Yo, she when she gets you back, listen, listen, you right there. If what I'm no, hold on, hold on. Shut up. If I'm resonating, if I'm resonating, and what you right now when she cheats left with this. Listen, when she cheats on you, I watch your lives. You go everything that she told you she don't do, she did with him. That is not true. You talk so you a cheater? No, but I'm saying shut the fuck up. She's crazy. Stay in Listen to how he's talking to her. He's he's pretending like he's playing. And she's laughing it off, but he's doing this live on camera in front of the entire world to, for them to see. Stay in your place. If you ain't a cheater, stay in your nice place. Nice talking listen, to y'all. I'll listen. catch y'all next time. So now, he bugging. everything that she don't do for you. You see, she has distanced herself from him, right? She distanced herself. And I don't blame her because I don't know any woman that wants to be spoken to that way by someone whether they're playing or not that's disrespectful all right um let's see what this one is about y'all we because there's plenty more oh this was the burger king situation this is another one <laughs> this is another one that was very notorious that i re re recall i recall watching it. okay so this was him at burger king y'all and he got extremely upset at burger king so let me see here, make sure it's coming up for you all. I'm gonna make my screen 
small so you can see this in the frame. All right, I'll try to blow it up for you. All right, here we go. She let every last one of these motherfuckers up in here for free. They're going to tell me it's closed. And I walked up in here and she gave everybody free meals. I'm waiting to see if she, I'm waiting to see if this bitch going to feed me. I was drinking too. Oh my God. Boy, am I hungry. I can't even say that this was discrimination. I can't even prove that because it just cuts on with him with this antagonistic behavior. As you can see, he's panning the camera around the Burger King so you can see who's inside of the Burger King. Whatever you're gonna give me the same shit you're giving them. Food. Okay, what do you want? I don't know what it is. Give me a waffle, give me a chicken sandwich, whatever, french fries. Listen to what he's telling her. And lock me out, and I walked in with them, and everybody else walked out with their shit, and I recorded you. So feed me like you feed me. No, but look, I know. Play dumb. All right, all right, play dumb. Give me my shit. And we ain't got no problems. Give me my waffle, give me my chicken sandwich, choice, some fries, and I'm out. Whatever. So you want to sit up there and feed me? Large, everything large. Waffle, spicy chicken sandwich, large fries. He racking it up. A Whopper and a spicy chicken sandwich and a large fry. I done sat back and recorded you giving everybody else free food. You want to charge me down? You full of shit. Everybody else locked out. You locked me up. Did we see? I didn't see that in this recording. I didn't see her give away free food. I haven't seen that evidence yet. I told me to leave. I got you recorded. And you got everybody else in the car line. And I sat up there. Now you fed everybody else. I know, but you're going to charge me, right? You don't even realize I'm a big YouTuber. Don't worry about it. I'm a big YouTuber. You charge me. I'm going to post your ass up. I'm a big YouTuber. He's a big YouTuber, okay? Everybody, he's a big YouTuber. Real big YouTuber. I don't think you realize how big I am. Everybody else in this motherfucker ate for free. Now they pulling cash out. I got 10 minutes worth of video. We never saw that 10 minute video of Burger King workers giving away free food. We never saw it. Say cheese, motherfuckers. Well, he's disrespecting these women right here for no, they didn't do anything. They're just there trying to order their food. Or try to fucking play me. Everybody in here look just like you. 
they don't all look alike. She's definitely of Hispanic uh, descent, and these are ca Caucasians. Needless to say, he's probably been drinking again. Look, try to play me. Look, everybody in this motherfucker, you can tell everybody related. Everybody, everybody, same race. You want ketchup? Nope. I ain't gonna even eat this shit because I know you're stupidity, you fucking fat, nasty bitch. Now, why would you talk to this woman like this that's fixing your food? That is so disrespectful. You told me this shit was fucking closed and you let all these motherfuckers in here. Everybody else in here went through the drive. Everybody else going through the driveway. You let all these motherfuckers in here and you feed them for free. You take a fucking scoop. Look at the expression they have on their face. They're confused. What? 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 Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Yeah. Wherever he is, right? I doubt it's Bronx River because you got all these Caucasians in there at night and it's probably late. Caucasians are not gathering in Bronx River unless there's gentrification going on. And they know that most of the time nobody's going to bother them. But melanated people will bother one another no matter where it is because they don't fear anything happening to them but they know if they bother a caucasian person chances are they're going to get prosecuted at the fullest extent of the law that's the difference so wherever he is i doubt it's bronx river where he's doing these shenanigans now y'all playing like y'all fucking ordered the fuck out of here who the fuck y'all think stupid? These people cannot even eat a meal in peace. He, what he's doing, he's actually disturbing the peace at this point. Gonna make me fucking pay for my food. I wasn't even supposed to come in this motherfucker. Oh, fat, ugly bitch. Open the fucking door so I can get out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, look, look, look. Doors if he wasn't supposed to come there, how did he end up there? Close. That one, she let specific doors open so they could order. Shit's supposed to be closed. And she gonna make me pay for my motherfucking food and let everybody else eat for free. Oh, fat, ugly. Did these people really eat for free? Because we didn't see that. We did not see that happen. Be bitch. Right. Look, look. See how the door open? See how the door open? See, look. I want your fat ass to know I got you recorded. See, I see he could have just left and walked off, but he came back in there to antagonize this lady again that's just doing her job. You let that door open and everybody else sitting in that driveway? Yeah, you. It's a wonder they didn't call the police on him. Big bitch. Fat girl. Yeah, big bitch. Yeah, that better give me some fucking food or I'm telling. Fuck that. She made me pay for my shit. Give me some motherfucking food or I'm telling. I'm snitching. Fuck that. This is the stuff, y'all. I'm sorry. I have to say this is the stuff that makes it's an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment as a melanated person. 
It is an embarrassment because we do not all act like this in public. Okay, even if you're drunk or not or under some type of substance, you need to stay at home, stay inside. Don't go out in public if you cannot handle your liquor or whatever it is that you're doing. This is an embarrassment. So as you can clearly see, there have been many antics with him out in public. That was the Burger King situation. I think we have, let me see, one or two more clips that I'm going to show you. Oh, man, you know, and and we just got to do better, y'all, because it doesn't make any sense for people to have to see our kind acting like this. All right, here we go, y'all. Were you ever pushed in that direction? When I was a kid. I'm going to say this again because I said this. I was mimicking what was done to me. Mm. Children, I was touching. Wow. As a child, I was touching other children. Now, this is where the videos was manipulated on the internet, yeah. and they start playing with the videos. As a child, yes, because I was touched at an early age yeah. and, and were continuously touching. I went on to touch other children. That's what so you thought was normal. When did, when did you stop? When did I stop touching other children? Yes. Like, uh. All right. He's thinking. Look at him. He's in deep thought right here, y'all. As a child, I touched children. But as I got older, I had girlfriends. So it switched over. But he never says when. I didn't hear him say when it stopped. To me having girlfriends. Right. But as a child, I was touching other children. You remember because about what age touched. the girlfriends kicked in? The girlfriends, um, oh, I was having girlfriends. I guess I started having girlfriends. If if that's the case, if my uncle came over, let's say with Darshan. Okay, he never said what age he started having girlfriends. Listen to how he switches this whole situation. This conversation switches over. And Darshan might have been a year younger than me, or whatever the case may be. We was playing house. As a matter of fact, I told the story before. Darshan, me and Darshan was behind the curtains, touching each other. Girl comes in and um, pulls the curtains. She blows the whole scene up. I gets beat with a stingy cord. Darshan gets beat. And I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, like, why she tell on me? She, she was the first one to molest me. Mm, wow. Mm. And... There was times where my mom's in them was having card games. Like with all of us playing spades, they're gambling in the kitchen. And she had me in the toilet in the bathroom. And it was like when you was when 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 you a certain age, a vagina is the most disgusting thing. Right. Hmm. All right, y'all. So there you have that. All right. So there are a lot of things, you know, that has gone on in his past and his history. Um, and for how long? I, I don't know. I'm not sure how long these things took place with him. All right. And then I think we might have one more clip. I'm going to see if this is another clip or if we've already watched this one as well. 
like I said, there have been a lot of things, a lot of antics that have led up to the shooting uh, that we all kind of witnessed um, the other Sunday. So I think that was it. Now let's get back to the aftermath, as he puts it, because, you know, he did a, a three and a half hour live stream talking about what went down um, after this whole situation with himself. And I'm not going to play all of this because this is a very long live stream. I'll just play some of it and then I'll be signing out of here soon, y'all. So where else was I supposed to go other than Bronx River Projects? JB Too Real, and sisters camped around you, fam. Thank you, family. Appreciate you. I'm glad you are right, brother. I know. Ah. Okay. Now he's proceeding to lift up the shoulder he was shot in. Ah. You know, he's in pain, you all. He's going to proceed to show you his bandage the wound and all of that. I know it's not easy. I got footage that I ain't even put up yet with them taking the bullet out of my box, out of my back. You see that gold pad right there? It's bloody. I don't really want to take it off because that's blood. You see the bullet wound? It traveled to my back. That's where they took the bullet out. Y'all see the bullet wound? Don't tell me nothing, man. I held it down. I just hope you niggas can hold it down. Who wants to hold it down? Who wants to be shot? Who wants to go through this? A lot of times we don't know how bullets can ricochet. We don't know what bullets can penetrate in the body, what organs it can go through. He was very lucky and fortunate that he has a lot of meat on his bones. You know, sometimes you just never know what a bullet will do to the human body. And he, he was lucky. That's what I will say. You know, but he also talks about the fact that he's going to go back to the Bronx River because He's not going to let these people get away with what they did in so many words. So I'm out. He's stuck like he got a gun. He pulls out his cell phone. That nigga came outside because he hurt me drunk, depressed, emotional. He said, this ain't Haas right here. So he came over there, got on the phone, called up my niggas. They came too late. When he pulled up and he got there. They should have already been out there with all the antics that he was demonstrating out there. Come outside where the shooters is at. Come outside. We got the wolves is out. They weren't out there. So he shouldn't have been doing all of that. Either he wants to D.I.E. or he doesn't. One or the other. Because he double talks himself in this video. And then he says that there is a mission for his life. Basically in so many words. And that he has more time. And that God has a plan for him. Yeah. You watch this video. Which I will post it. I don't really have to post it. Because you all know how to find him. But this is what he says. So he double talks. It's like a hypocrisy with him. 
he went out his way to get my attention because he seen the niggas coming. He saw them coming. He said, yo. Right, he, so I look. He's trying to explain what happened. Your cough is contagious. Watching you, I have to spray my phone with River. Your children deserve more than the tenement buildings. Your children deserve more than the projects. Do what you have to do. Hustle. Save every penny. All right, now he's going back to telling the people to stay out of Bronx River, get out of there, get out of the projects. Your children deserve more, but yet he goes back there despite the fact that he has children. Don't be like the bum-ass niggas coming home from the feds, going to the corner store, buying their best outfit, pulling back up to the block, standing on the block for eight hours. A he pulled back up there on a suicide mission. Eight hours a day? Just for somebody to see them in a new outfit. He was only out there for 25 minutes. That's never, ever, 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 ever going to make it out of the hood. Don't do that. See, I come with a message. That's why some people either like me or they don't like me. Because I come with a message. Message. Get out of the hood. We don't belong in the hood. Then why go back there? We belong on green grass where you can take your shoes off. And you can put your feet in the soil you and you can plant yourself because oh, you are a plant so you can eat off of the earth. And see, here's the when thing you... about people like Hassan Campbell. He he talks a really good game. It's a lot of guys out here with the gift of gab that can catch an audience and get a lot of attention and speaks the truth with a lot of passion Yet their actions demonstrate something totally different. It's a hypocrisy. This is what I don't understand. And like I said, he's not the only one. It's a lot of Hassan Campbell's out here. Right, he's commenting. Fight on camera. Y'all had the opportunity to knock me out on camera. Why y'all ain't throwing your fists up? Because them niggas are soft. You couldn't finish the job, and being that you wasn't man enough to finish the job, why you just didn't fight? Now you have. To now he wants to know why they didn't fight, but he said Hassan Campbell was the one that said to come outside where the shooters is at. He was the one saying that, and he had a knife behind his back. So if they were going to get the fist fighting, was he going to break out the knife, or were they going to get the shooting? I mean, which one is it? We don't know. And then he's saying they didn't finish the job. But if you if you wanted them to finish the job, why go to the hospital? Like I said, it's a lot of contradictions going on here, y'all. The police run up in your house, throw your dirty, dusty mother on the floor, kick you in your ass, and caught you to jail. But don't worry, though, because I ain't writing nothing down. Right. Troy Ave, I'm not you. Still want somebody to make you a website? God gave me eyes to cry with tears. He gave me pain. I don't have to walk around and act like I'm invincible to pain where I can't cry. It's part of who I am. <laughs> Shout out to the super chat, man. Fuck is y'all talking about? I'm the people's champ, man. Shout out to the super chat, man. Huh?
She said when she kissed Diddy, she cried. She was disgusted. After that kiss, she stayed in a relationship with Diddy for 10 years. She stayed in a relationship with Diddy for 10 years. Within that 10 years, they broke up a couple of times. She went back to a nigga. According to Cassie, Diddy got on the phone. Hello? He called some of the most hung dudes with the biggest beefs. Okay. Okay. With blood dripping out of my arm. Yeah, I'm going to put the video up with him taking the bullet out of my back. Now y'all get back. Yeah, just stop watching him. That's all y'all got to do. Stop watching channels that's willing to lie to y'all to get views. That nigga that threw that bottle out the window. It's only a matter of time. It's before somebody have a conversation with you. I feel sorry for you. You write in 1455. That's my building. You write in my building, 1455. Like, I don't even understand why would you even, like, why would you even stick your nose in something that didn't even concern you? And you think that everybody's going to protect you, but the reality of it is, see, when I sit up there and I have a conversation with certain people, you know what I mean? Because I still got love for certain people in Bronx River. He said the person that threw the bottle stuck their nose into something that did not concern them. However, he went out there disturbing that apartment building by yelling, talking about come outside where the shooters is at. Anybody can get it. He like he went over there looking for trouble and he found it. So, no, I don't agree that someone should have been throwing bottles out of a building if that's what they were doing. They shouldn't have been doing that. He could have seriously gotten hurt if they had hit his head. Do you know what the force of a bottle can do coming at that amount of force with that type of gravity? He could have gotten knocked out for real. But you don't go looking for trouble. And then when you find the trouble, talk about how you receive the trouble. Because you don't get a say-so in how it's going to come at you. That's what I'm saying, y'all. And when I start hiring me some security in Bronx River that live out there, and you thinking you doing niggas a favor, you actually sat up there and you threw bottles out the window at me. I hope those niggas in Bronx River respect you. Because what you don't understand, if I was a foul dude, and I'm not saying I'm going to do something like this, but if I was a foul dude, I just go to the bank. I go drop $10,000 in the hood, throw it right out my car window and keep it moving, and I could turn your whole life upside down from the people that still live in Bronx. Do you understand that? I don't think you understand that. You laughing. You celebrating throwing bottles out there, but $10,000 to turn your whole life upside down. Thank you for sponsoring this wall. You played with the wrong one, son. Mm. But FBI now he's saying that the one that threw the bottle you know, people going to have a conversation with him. Like, maybe he knows who it was. I don't know if he does. 
He said he saw the shooter. He said he had a look. They looked eye to eye. But he said the shooter shot him from up the street. And he said it was two of them, and they were throwing the gun back and forth, playing hopscotch with the gun, y'all. That's what he said. What, and he said he was more mad at the person that threw the bottle than the one that shot him. That's what he said, y'all. This is the words of Hassan Campbell. You can check the interview. Yeah, I'm just venting. We all know I'm not capable of nothing like that. Not the interview, the live stream. My apologies. Robbed him. Niggas got robbed for their jewelry. All types of, all the niggas that got robbed and shot by somebody else. Like, come on, man. Jay Wright was in a club. Niggas walked up to Jay Wright in a club in front of everybody. New York is so weak. We done became drill rappers. Okay. And though, there you have it. I'm going to go ahead and stop it right there. Those are the words of Hassan Campbell, you all. These are the antics um, that led up to, like I said, the shooting that we kind of witnessed um, a couple Sundays ago, right before Thanksgiving. And hopefully someone can learn from these antics. Hopefully the violence will stop. Violence does not need to be got violence, you all. Melanated people need to stop the nonsense. And even though I have a channel called Brown Girls Are Beautiful, I'm kind of getting tired of advocating for melanated people because of the antics, because of the silly behavior, because of the hypocrisy and the nonsense that takes place amongst these our people. I can't even include myself with this because I am not like that. So I have to say it at some point, you just gotta, you just gotta let people be who they're going to be because either they're going to learn or they're not. And people perish for lack of knowledge. And people also perish for willful ignorance because some people want to be willfully ignorant, okay? And I think you understand where I'm coming from when I say that. Y'all, I've been on here for approximately an hour and 15 minutes now, so I'm not gonna drag this video on much longer. But this has been an episode of Brown Girls Are Beautiful. I am your CEO and founder. I forgot to put my banner up here, y'all. <laughs> it's a little late now. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe if you enjoy the content, if you like my commentary, if you want to donate. That is dollar sign BGAB clothing. I'm wearing one of my eye candy shirts pictured right here. Um, this is my design. I do print my own stuff. And anybody that has ever supported me bought a hoodie from me. Um, you know, anyone that has done anything to support me in any of my business ventures, I say Thank you, thank you, thank you greatly. And I appreciate you wholeheartedly. Uh, Brown girls, stay winning. Please continue to stay walking in your divinity to everyone that's out there. Shout out to my nephew. My, my oldest nephew is his birthday today. I love you, sweetheart. He's so special. He's such a gentleman. He's so intelligent. And I am so proud of him. Okay, I just want to put that on the record. All right, you all, I am signing out. Until next time, you all stay blessed.